Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast and uh, this time next week it'll all be over. It will be. Yeah. What, the podcast? Is yeah. How long is it going to last? Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, it's kind of about six days. <laughs> Good. Uh, to to. I am of course talking about E3 which happens next week uh, and we're going to start by giving our predictions and joining me is Luke Kamali. Hello. You're going to E3? I am indeed, yep. Flying out on Saturday. And Chris Tilly, you're not going to E3. What is E3? <laughs> it's the electronic... Entertainment Expo. Ah, is that what it's... Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, Did you not know? Wow. Yes. That's why it's E3. Because there's three yeah. E's. Yes. I'm actually glad I asked. I was being facetious. But <laughs> That's unlike you. This is a great start to the podcast. More on me being facetious later. Good. <laughs> Good. So, yes. So, uh, Luke, this is your second E3. It is, yes. Last year was my first, so... Uh, that's good counting. Well, well no, because I might have taken a year out. You never know. Gap year. Yeah, gap year. Uh, I'm not going. No. Uh, it's your first one off, isn't it, in a while? Uh, in a while. I have I think I've done 16 E3s. Bloody hell. So I'm quite looking forward to not going. Yeah. Are you? I think well, you'll be sad when it's happening. Yeah. I was quite sad last year when I didn't go to Comic-Con and I was watching it on our site. Right. I was like, oh, I, kind of, I should be there. Yeah. I should be interviewing that person. But it is true that... You will get to see more, or we will get to see more from the comfort of our own like living rooms, desks, wherever we're watching it, than mm. you do out there. It is very true. It's like I remember last year thinking I'd know everything, and then at the end of the day, people were like, "Oh yeah, did you not see Uncharted Four was announced? No, did you did you miss that?" And I was just like, "What? You, weren't you writing up the uh, uh, Sony it press was conference? A, it was an example. It was, <laughs> was, it was an if example. you missed that, that's I, a pretty big. There was other things, but yeah, stuff like that. Basically, right. news breaking throughout the conference, and you're just like, whoa. Yeah, you miss it. So uh, yeah, I'm going to miss not being in the IGN war room and you know mm. hanging out with the US dudes and stuff like that. Yes, but I fun. do think it's going to be quite an interesting year. There's lots of potentially exciting stuff happening. Mm. So why don't we kick off with some of the uh, main console holders? So Sony. Yes, uh, I'm interested to see what Morpheus is like. Do you know what Morpheus no, is? No, but <laughs> the guy from here. the Matrix. You, you've asked me to chip in for this section. I just did. Yeah, and you spoilt it. Morpheus is Sony's answer to Oculus Rift. Okay. So VR headset. And I'm pretty sure that, uh, well, we've seen tech demos of it so, so far. We've seen prototypes. Mm-hmm. I would have thought that we will see consumer units, pricing, release dates, all that kind of stuff. And hopefully some actual games because we've seen kind of tech yeah. demos and hints at what it might be able to do. Have you tried it out? I did, yes. Mm. Um, probably shortly after E3 last year. You did the deep, um, didn't you? I played The Deep, which was the shark game, yep. which was, well, it's it's not a game. It's an experience. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess, my whole thing with all VR stuff so far is experiences. Don't really know how it's going to fit into games. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Sony is pretty well connected. I think they kind of make a decent job of it. And we have heard mutterings that they've had all these studios. They've got, like, specific studios that are already mm. working on games and have been since the PS4 launch. Yeah. Well, so the, this could be the reveal. The space fighty version of EVE, which I can't for the life Valkyrie. of me. Valkyrie. Fa- thank you. There you go. Uh, I played that as well. And that's kind of perfect for Morpheus. My bigger concern is is that they, and hopefully they won't, they, they'll shoehorn in VR into games that just mm. don't need it. 
Because you don't want to play. You don't want to play Call of Duty with VR. Why well, don't? No. Um, no. Like, I struggle as it is with kind of Call of Duty, let alone having to kind of control my head and my gun and everything else. I mean, that you know what, Guitar Hero and Rock Band, they're the types that you want it where you're actually looking out on a crowd. That could be quite cool. Yeah. So how would you see the what buttons to press? Then? Well, maybe it would still kind like of it, scroll it, up on it. It would be. It could be on a monitor there. Like, maybe, so you're still glued to the screen, though. Oh no, maybe it's, it's just a maybe, virtual screen. Well, you, you look up in between. <laughs> well, maybe it's still. Have you played up Guitar Hero? Yeah, really it, could, it could still come to. You. It could, could still come at you, couldn't it? Oh no, it's still still scrolled up like it does anyway. It's yeah. just it's, you don't have the pesky border of your and TV. And when you've got a break between riffs, you can look around like you do in the real one. Yeah. What would you? What would be your kind of signature on stage move? Oh God. Uh, oh, I would like to do. I'm a big Springsteen fan. Uh, he did a knee slide nice. at the Super Bowl, and he's 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 such a professional. He he just timed it and got the speed so perfectly right that he just went straight across the stage just and stopped just as his crotch banged into the camera. Oh. And it was like, that's a rock and roll star to that's do that. That's someone who's done this before. Just, you can see this crotch coming towards yeah. you. So, so you know what be. happened. Like, oh, you yeah. did it. You'd hit the end of the stage, <laughs> fall over. No, definitely. <laughs> Break your front teeth it's again. Like, you know, I was there that night, Cantona jumped in the crowd at Palace. Yes. Oh. Anyone else would have fallen flat on their back if they tried to do that. Yeah. He landed on his feet and managed to punch the bloke. <laughs> Anyone, if you jumped over those reins and hit that guy yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. chest high, you'd yeah. be on your, you'd be flat. Yeah. And I'm just saying. Just saying. Uh, what E3? would your uh, signature <laughs> Guitar Hero move be? I'd know. probably, you know, at the end of Back to the Future when Michael J. Fox kind of sort of, what do you call it? It's kind of half jumps across. It's the Chuck Berry. Du- it's the Duck Cop. Is that what it's called? Chuck the Berry. Duck Cop. That's what I'd do. Bite the head off a bat or some form of that Oddie Osbourne-esque thing. Okay. Oh yeah, that's very you, Luke. Well, <laughs> yes. I, am I, quite, you I am quite hardcore. On. I do feel that you know this by now. Um, um, E3 predictions? Yeah, so other stuff. Uh, Sony, well, we'll see more of Uncharted. Sure. Um, yes. Obviously that's been delayed, so hopefully they'll give us enough exciting stuff to keep us going up mm-hmm. until that comes out. Hopefully we'll actually get an idea of what you actually do in No Man's Sky. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm still excited by that. So I'm excited. I, just I still like really know. don't know how I'm going to spend my kind of hour to hour in the game. I also like that game that we saw um, last year very briefly that they only just kind of teased Rhyme that just kind of looked a bit like a platform. For some reason, I thought it was called Quinn, but it's not. It's <laughs> Shocking. Shockingly, they haven't gone with that name. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, coming exclusively to PS4, Quinn. Finn Quinn, <laughs> exclusively on Morpheus. So I, anyway, I'm looking forward to rhyme, which you've now ruined for me. Okay. Um, but yeah. Big know. question. Yes. Will Last Guardian be there? I don't know. I, I at this stage, I don't know if I even care anymore. Aww. It's just been so long, you know. When nineteen nineteen, uh, sorry, two thousand and nine, <laughs> not nineteen ninety nine. Two thousand and nine was that so when it was last shown? That was when it was unveiled at E3, never to be seen ever again. Well, was I'm it E3 or was it? It was E3, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm still reeling it wasn't from. Game show. No, we did get updates on it there, but I'm still yeah. reeling from you know Final Fantasy versus thirteen, which I think was announced in two thousand and six, which is now Final Fantasy fifteen, still not out. Right. So, believe me, this is nothing. This is nothing to I me. I don't think it'll be there. I do. Okay. Um, I'll, split, <laughs> I'll split the difference and say it may be there. I don't know. Well, that's not splitting the difference. That's sitting on the fence. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you've got you know. horses for courses. Um, I also think, obviously, there's going to be uh, a one terabyte PS4. I'm pretty sure of it. Yes. Will they do a slim version? I, I think it's too. So. I think it's too soon. Two years. 
Well, what they said um, when I interviewed Mark Tony and Andrew Harris last year, they were like, it's actually not to do with the... Um, it's nothing to do with the... Uh, console life cycle? Console life cycle. It's to do with whether they... When they change the internal um, components. That's obvious. Yeah, but like... So it's, it's just saying if it's been enough of a time span for them to find a more efficient way to do it. Having said that, it, this is... Must be. Well, interestingly because the patent surfaced for the one terabyte one, mm. and it's something like um, two kilograms lighter. Right. Or not two... It can't uh, be two kilograms. I don't think I mean two kilograms. <laughs> it's, it's basically like 20 grams light or something. It's okay. significantly lighter. Yeah, but hard drives are tiny these days. Mm. So people, people, some people are speculating maybe they're taking out aspects like either USB ports or some only, of them. I, there's not a lot on PS4 you can get rid of at the minute. Someone said get rid of the Blu-ray, but I was like, don't they use the Blu-ray? Don't you have to have a Blu-ray disc? Well, that's yeah. The games are too big to fit on DVDs. Mm. Yeah, I mean, oh, what, unless I, they make like, it, oh, get rid of the optical drive completely. So make it a digital only. But then you. It's too soon. I think too soon. I don't think the people are ready for that. No. So, but we do know that Microsoft is releasing a one terabyte mm-hmm. uh, Xbox One, and then yeah. a new controller that's now at last got a three point five mil headphone jack just what i've been waiting for well it's a bit late two years after playstation wow well, because uh, previous to that you had to buy a 20 pound adapter just to use your own headphones that's a bit of a mickey take i know that's why i didn't get one there you go is that right mm-hmm. you, you got a ps4 though well i was still waiting still okay. waiting to see what, what, i'm not an early adopter what's, so. the, what's, you what's it gonna swing swing it for you i think i just need um project quinn words with friends you still like that, don't you? Yeah. You're still on Candy Crush, or did you delete no, it for your no, sanity? No, a long time ago. Long you deleted that ago. for your sanity, because I remember, you, yeah, you had Yeah, not good for me, not good for me. I don't know if you saw, well, Luke sent it around, the uh, top 100 videos, game videos on YouTube. No. Um, it was from a Reddit thread, and there are a lot of Angry Birds things in really? the top. Well, even the top 100. You'd be surprised how many... Stupid people are out there watching these videos. I wouldn't be surprised by how many stupid people there are on the internet, but more on that later. <laughs> more on that later. Um, there's a poster now for the Angry Birds movie as well that I think someone photographed at Cannes. Right. Yeah. I think that's coming next is summer. Is it Cannes? Well, the marketplace at Cannes is where the worst films in the world. It's, oh, not, okay. it's not part right. of the festival. I was it's say, people trying like, to sell stuff. Right, debuting like the kind of the I best of the best. Of, it's one of the big black, you know, the bomb birds. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Surely, surely they've got posters for all of the birds. You'd assume. They will. This is early. Yeah. This is just yeah. like an early bit of marketing. Collect them all type thing. Um, but maybe... So it's only like six or six. <laughs> There's quite <laughs> a lot. They're going to be collecting all those Angry Birds I'm posters. just saying, this is the thing. That's probably why people watch them Imagine on YouTube. walking into someone's house and they've got eight Angry Bird posters <laughs> framed in each room. Yeah, first date. I'm just, <laughs> I'm all right, actually. I'm just go. saying it happens. I'm just saying. Uh, Microsoft will also see more of Halo 5. Yes. Uh, Gears of War and obviously the remastered version is coming yeah. as far as we know hopefully we should see a new one though. I don't just want to see well, remastered Black Tusk, which has now been renamed something else last week but I've mm. forgotten what um, they you know they're still hard at work on the new one aren't they yeah. so could be uh, Forza Motorsport 6 that's what we're up to now yeah just more iterations I want to see something new luckily Phil Spencer who is the head of Xbox has promised new IP Ooh. I, don't, I don't know what it's going to be because obviously it's new. Well, I want to see um, Scalebound, which is the Platinum Games exclusive that yep, 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 they yep. were announced last year. Because we literally we saw the trailer last year involving dragons. Nothing since then. I'm assuming at some stage we will. See what happened? Like. What's happened to the Capcom 
game that was a bit like looked a bit like Dark Souls? Oh, deep down, yeah. Um, that's the PS4 game. Uh, so that was that's a free to play game in Japan. So you just download it and play it. Is it out already? As far as I'm aware, it's in, oh, okay. it's in well, it's in a beta of some variety, right. and I think they're basically ironing out the kinks over there and then rolling it over. I was going to make a joke about uh, one of the kinks, but I can't remember any of them. Ray names. Davis. Ray Davis. I was going to say Roger Daltrey, but he's who? Who is who? he? Exactly. <laughs> uh, they're not going to show Quantum Break. No. <sighs> What is going on with that game? Because it's obviously the kind of game movie crossover thing that was announced when Xbox announced. So that was what three years ago almost. And since you say movie, I can chip in here. T- well, it's, it's a TV show. Yeah, it's crossover. a bit like what was the other oh, game that did that? I oh, remember Defiance. Defiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that <laughs> worked out well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, may the rest in peace. But um, I I think it's weird because they've delayed it. But as far as I remember. It was going to be you follow the goings-on in the TV show of the evil organisation mm. and then you play as the heroes trying to stop them. So it's telling two sides of the same yeah, story. Yeah, as far okay. as I remember. But it's interesting because obviously you'd assume they seem to be, if they're pushing it back, would that not have then an impact on the show and mm. stuff? But it doesn't seem like they're very far along with the show at all. So other than I just think this initial concept. I, I, and and I, we see this quite a lot is that um, games are... Like announced so far ahead mm. of like when we actually see them, that by the time, well, especially with Last Guardian, by the time it comes around, it's like, does anyone care anymore? Yeah, um, and I think there's a danger of that. And you know, we'll talk about Ubisoft in a minute. Well, actually, no, let's talk about Ubisoft right now mm. because Watch Dogs was what three years before it came out. Yeah, um, they always finish their conferences on you know, ooh, and one more thing. And like Colombo, like or, or like Apple. I was thinking just okay. to bring it, make a more contemporary uh, comparison. <laughs> um, Comes out in a Mac. Just one more thing. Just one more thing. Um, but Aisha Tyler. Just we obviously saw Watch Dogs ages ago. The year after that was the Division. Still not seeing the Division. Unlikely to see it this year. Yeah. Is that confirmed that it's not coming out this year? Yeah, it's coming out okay. this year. Um, and then Beyond Good and Evil. We, had a whiff of that, <laughs> and that then it's disappeared. Yeah, the girl with the camera. What's wrong with these people? I know. Um, but we will. What else we'll see? We'll see more on Siege. I'm I, excited for Siege. Siege is soon though. Siege is out. In, is it September? I believe so. Um, so Siege is soon. That's not really going to keep the wolf on the door. I'd like to see. Um, I'm actually up for another Rayman. But seeing as the kerfuffle that went with the last one, where it was a Wii U exclusive, then it wasn't, then whatever. Mm. I, th- I, I don't know if the, if the design team is going to be overly kind of happy to get on one of them again. Yeah. Um, but I don't really know what else. From you I want say. a new Far Cry. I know it's too soon. I still want a new Far Cry. Just love killing animals. You do <laughs> love killing animals. Especially more, more, more on people in- killing animals later <laughs> on in this podcast. Exotic animals. <laughs> like animals that almost don't exist. Yes, I love doing that. <laughs> Um, and I'm in good company. Mm-hmm. Um, EA. EA. Star Wars Battlefront. Looks good. Looks amazing. Hoth. I'm going to play that now. This will be my first Very time good. playing it. I, this will be my first time playing it, so I'm going to hunt that down. Yeah. Well, apparently uh, they're going to be showing 40-player um, multiplayer, okay. which is pretty insane. Can I ask you a question? What is the genre of Star Wars Battlefront? Shooty. 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 Okay. As long as it's not Battlefield 4 type multiplayer, in the sense that it doesn't work. Oh, no, but it will be like Battlefield 4. Yeah, but hopefully but, with a connection that but works. But skinned. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, mm. I really want to see a bad company game. It's, it's probably it's about high time. time. But again, we said it every year. But I, I wonder why, you have to wonder why they decided to jump onto Hardline rather than go back to bad company. Probably they felt like they had to do something different. Yeah. Okay. Um, because let's face it, you know, shooter fatigue is rife. Mm. Uh, and it's nice, you know, with Nintendo doing um, Splatoon, something different is interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm well up for that. I'm also, do you know what? I'd really be interested in playing a World War II shooter again because it's all about modern day or advanced or something like that. Yeah. And um, <coughs> I'd love Gearbox to resurrect Brothers in Arms. Because uh, there was talk about doing a Brothers in Arms, got Furious Five, I think it was called, about three, four years ago. Mm. But it was a bit of a comedy take on it. I don't want that. I want a serious squad-based World War Two shooter. It has been a while since we've had one. Yeah. So I don't want much. <laughs> Basically, I w- what I want is stuff that was around ten years ago. Yeah. I just want to relive my uh, my youth. Well, yeah. Well, History well, is cyclical. That's why I'm liking so. the look of this Nintendo lineup. Well, that's the thing with Nintendo, though, right? <laughs> it's very rare that they announce anything new. Splatoon aside, uh, but we're not going to see the NX, which is the new console. Yeah. Nothing on that. We're not going to see anything on Zelda. Boo! Quite a lot of stuff's been announced. Yeah, well, that's early, um, and people are kind of being like, hmm, "Does this mean they have quite a lot up their sleeves?" But um, well, I, I think they. Well, you look at EA stuff from last E3. Mm. I don't think anything that they, or apart from Hardline, anything they showed then has actually come out. Yeah. On FIFA. But FIFA, you can set your clock by FIFA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they showed Battlefront last year, nothing. And then they also showed the Criterion Racer. Yeah. Which is, you know, Criterion famous for doing burnout and car games. But it's doing a racing game that goes beyond cars. But yeah. we still know nothing about it. I mean, we've also got the new Need for Speed, I suppose. Um, yeah. But Nintendo will do Star Fox, right? Well, they, they hinted at that, what was that, it's kind of six months ago in yeah. the direct that that was coming out before Zelda. You would hope so, now that Zelda's gone back. So we'll see something yeah. on that. I'm a big Star Fox fan. Are you? Yep. I imported the original game from Japan. Wow. Really? The more you know. That's good. Yep. Are you going to get a Wii U for Star Fox? Probably not. Wii- oh. No. Why not? A bit like, too much like Rocket Raccoon now. Could you buy a Rocket Raccoon game? Yeah. Aww. He's funny. Star Fox is the original. They should have a team. They should have them team up. Maybe. Um, I don't know if you'll see that. Marvel versus Nintendo. Nintendo. I'd well, love to see it. Make another you heard ami- it here first if it does happen. There you go. Make an amiibo of him. <laughs> Why not? Kevin Feige's listening. Yeah. No, but, uh, but that's true. Yeah, they won't because they've got Disney Infinity. Yeah. On the Amiibo side. There's anyway. too many Amiibo in the world. Well, there'll be more. You know yeah. that's going to be well, their big ironically, thing. Ironically, there's not enough Amiibo in the world because you can't get hold of them. That's true. But, um, um, and I think they're going to talk more about the card version of it because obviously, you know, a lot of it is statues, figurines at the minute. Yeah. I believe they're going to do a card version so you don't have to buy all the, the statues. And what's going on with F-Zero, which was another one of my favourites when I was younger? Well, F-Zero and Metroid... Nothing, mm. but wouldn't it be nice to see new versions of those games? I'd love to see a new version of F Zero, particularly because the F Zero mini game that was in um, Nintendo Land was a bit rubbish. Yeah, I mean, we also know that Hyrule Warriors is going to 3DS. That's a thing that leaked early. Here's what I want from Nintendo press conference: it's not going to happen. I want a new Advance Wars on 3DS. That's what I want. I want a new Sonic game that isn't Sonic Boom. Not going to happen. Why do you want a new Sonic game? I, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle is a masterpiece. 
Would you rather have that or Mass Effect 4? Oh, Mass Effect 4. Well then. Oh, God, we must see Mass Effect 4. <laughs> I know that, but the fact that... Well, it's not an either-or either scenario. You were all over Sonic until something slightly better came along. It's not... I'm a flighty man. I would take Advance Wars on 3DS above everything else. I wouldn't mind any Final Fantasy Tactics, either. Tic-Tacs. Tic-Tacs, yeah. I wouldn't mind that, either. What else have we got? Uh, Bethesda Fallout 4. We'll see the first gameplay of that on the Sunday, because they're press conferences before yeah. all the other press conferences. And Dishonored 2 is so happening. Yeah. Like... Obviously. Do you think we'll see a new uh, Elder Scrolls Skyrim no. style thing? I don't because the Elder Scrolls Online has just launched on console yep. and I don't think they'll want to eat into that. Mm. I think I would be amazed if maybe we, we might see a new Elder Scrolls next year, but I don't think we'll see one released for a good a good two, three, maybe even four years. Mm. I think this, given the size and scope of Skyrim, how hard they're going to have to work to beat that and they're not going to want to just rush it out. And I guess also a game like Fallout kind of picks up a lot of the same yeah. kind of players. You've got that, and then you bear in mind there'll be an expansion schedule on that, and you've also got the the fact that I think they'll have Wolfenstein stuff because that the old blood did really, did really well, didn't it? So you know, I think they'll there'll be a no rush for a new Elder Scrolls. I think Elder Scrolls Online is your fix for that for the time being. Okay, for better or worse. Any other things that you're excited about seeing? Square Enix. Yeah, I am. So they are showing uh, the first Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. Um, gameplay. Interested to see that because the trailer, everyone was like, oh my god. So I would love to see what that's actually like. Um, there might be some Kingdom Hearts stuff. I don't know, though. Um, they've said there isn't going to be any Final Fantasy 15, yep. which is sad. Um, but there's going to be stuff at Gamescom. And I think Sleeping Dogs 2. Okay. I think we are overdue an announcement on Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, did well for them. Yeah. And obviously, also, we know that Dark Souls 3 is coming. Yes. So that's a lot of stuff that we do know that's coming. I want three predictions of stuff that you don't know that's happening for sure. And then we will check in this time next week and see how we did. So would you prefer um, like announcements of new titles? Or? It's up to you. Oof, what's gosh, your three predictions? Well, what's Tilly's predictions? I what, want what are your three predictions? I'm not doing this. Why? You can be outside the box. Come on, three predictions. I don't know. <laughs> Luke, you go first. <laughs> Give Chris a moment to think. Okay. Um, oh... It's tricky. I would okay. I think I would like to think that Blizzard will announce something to do with Diablo, Di- Diablo three. <laughs> do you think Half Life three is going to be there? I don't. No, no. <laughs> That's one I, prediction. I think I think Blizzard will announce um, a Diablo three expansion because, like, they went on PlayStation's stage. Yeah, I think that'll happen. Um, so Diablo 3 expansion. For Diablo me. 3 expansion f- is one for me. I'm, it's weird because usually they go for BlizzCon, but I have a feeling they might do it here. Um, I do wonder about... Well, the Destiny expansion's too obvious because we know that's happening. Mm. So much crap's leaked about it. Um, I would say maybe... Okay, maybe a Kingdom Hearts 3 gameplay trailer. Okay? Because okay. we haven't really seen much gameplay, so let's start with that. And then finally... This one, a bit off the wall, I guess. Just go a bit mental. Um, okay, fine. You know what? I'm going to come down on your side and say, Last Guardian. No, with, no, no, that's with mine. With release date. With release date. Ah, uh, he, he, yeah, he's right. He gets it. With release date. I put release go, date in. Shouldn't let him go first. Yeah, but no, hack, no, because you were sitting on the fence. You Change can't. His mind. Well, I'm now, <laughs> I'm now deciding off this fence. Right, you're not having that one, but okay. Well, I'll, I'll think of another one while you go then. Right. What, Chris? No, I'm still thinking. I've got two. <laughs> You've had, you, you know what you're going to say. Well, I, I, I came up with it on the spot. Last Guardian. It's definitely going to be there. Okay. Absolutely. But it's going to be a completely different game from what we saw. Um, well, not completely different. 
but it's going to be it's substantially different. It's not going to be that different. <laughs> so we will see Last Guardian. Yeah. I will bet uh, my wife on that. <laughs> Copying Luke. Yeah. yeah. So. Unbelievable. What else is new? Um, we will also... Oh, I forgot what the second one was. Oh, yeah. We're going to see a new Ooh, yeah. Fire Emblem. Oh. Not... Advance Wars as I'd like but I just think Fire Emblem is more popular okay so a new Fire Emblem and it will be on both 3DS and Wii U okay last one I'm gonna go I think there's gonna be a new FIFA game announced I'm joking I'm joking <laughs> 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 would it be called FIFA 17 for chance <laughs> uh, okay I am right I'm gonna make a prediction on Morpheus that's gonna come out in spring next year and it's gonna cost Three hundred pounds. Okay, then I'm going to go for one of them to kind of to <laughs> kind of no 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 to kind of meet. I think that um, Microsoft yep. and Oculus will have some form of announcement. I'm sure that was leaked anyway, wasn't it? Oh, was it? I don't think or so. Or rumored anyway. Well, I'm I, well. I'm going to well, counter right. argue you. Yeah, brilliant. Well done. <laughs> okay. So Oculus, Oculus, and, and Microsoft get into bed together. Okay, Chris, you've had ages. Okay, don't I you think, dare say what you've written down there. I think there will be a <laughs> fight in the war room, the IGN war room, between between uh, Australia and America. Not for the. But well, there's only two Australians. There. I know America is going to win. They, they're always bath. they always dominate like that. What, with what, England trying to hold them apart. Uh, why do you think that? What's what's going to be the catalyst? It's my prediction. It's just my prediction. I know, but I'm asking what the catalyst um, is going to be. I think it will be. Um, I think it will be over a girl. Do you? Because that's what all wars. That's how all wars begin. Is that right? Look at Troy. And Stanley Kubrick famously said, "There's no fighting in the war room." In Doctor Strange Love, I believe there will be fighting in the war room. That's my prediction. One. Right. Prediction two. <laughs> Um, someone from our sales team will do something inappropriate. That's not a prediction. That's a given. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That's not. You can't have that. That's just a thing. That's okay, happening. That's my second one. Okay. How, how extreme are we thinking in terms of inappropriate? Are we talking jail? If you I don't, something, see, see, I wasn't even sure about saying that. I don't think you want me to go any further yeah. here. Drunk tank. If you like, we can right. we can judge based on what comes back if, right. if if it's inappropriate enough. Uh, I also think Jurassic World will be the number one film. That's such a lame thing. I think that uh, EA will announce that uh, Seth Blatter is becoming a playable character in FIFA 16. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I would like that to be the case. All you right. can have that one. I think you might get one out of three. Because, <laughs> as I say, the second is a given. So. Eh, well, I don't think your ones are so sure either. So, <laughs> Well, no, neither am I, but at least... I've got, I'm the one that's gone most out on a limb here. You have, yeah. Spet the balls. I, I would say that you've gone for the comedy angle. Okay. <laughs> As I always do. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, listeners, let us know what your E3 predictions are, but obviously let us know before E3 happens, otherwise... It's uh, cheating. There's not much uh, fun there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> IGN <laughs> underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Now we're going to talk about rum stuff and bum stuff. <laughs> More on that story later. Uh, first up... The stuff that we've had a lot of fun with this week. Yeah, so effectively fun stuff rum rather stuff. than rum. rum, rum, rum um, I've seen Jurassic World. 
and mm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So Daniel's reviews up no on the spoilers, site because I'm going to go and sit next week. I, I said to you, I was just going to go into that. I don't think you can really spoil the film. There's not a huge amount of surprises, but it's a really good, solid, fun Jurassic movie. Um, it feels like a direct sequel to the first movie. Mm. Which I'm, I'd be happy with, yeah. Mm. As, as if the other two didn't really happen. I mean, they could have, but it feels like it's a continuation, albeit one that's 22 years on. Um, yeah, I can give or take some of the characters, to be honest. Yep. Uh, you've not got, I don't think, anyone as likeable or interesting as, as Jeff Goldblum. And Sam Neill was a great kind of focal point for the film. Mm, you know, I've got mixed feelings about them. But in terms of the action and the drama, it really, really delivers. Uh, I don't think there's anything as tense or as scary as the T-Rex attack or the kitchen scene in the yep. original. Yep. But there's some really brilliantly choreographed action scenes involving the big one. And, so does it go more for kind of like um, I just don't think action they, rather than scares? It, it tries a couple of times. I just don't, well, I, I was, I don't know if it's because I'm older, hmm. but I still think those scenes in Jurassic Park would scare me. Whereas these ones, they just weren't quite as effective, but that's right. because Spielberg's a genius. And is that also because, you know, back then we hadn't really seen that level of kind of, you know, cinematography or CGI. I agree. Or it was, like it was all new. It was yeah. all new. And so, yeah, I feel, you know, in the last, Two or three years, we've had Godzilla and we've had Pacific Rim, yeah. and um, yeah, it didn't have doesn't have that shock value either. But um, yeah, there's there's a couple of scenes that I won't talk, I won't go into, but like mm. they were really effective, like, and you're kind of laughing and you know am- amazed at what they've achieved. That it looks right. great, like the 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 combination of CG and practical, yeah, is really really impressive. Uh, and there's lots of callbacks to the original, some obvious, some quite subtle. But it really does. It, it, it did give me this feeling that I was kind of. It was kind of taking me back quite a lot. I was regressing a little bit. So, if you had to go and see one of these two films at the cinema, Mad Max or Jurassic World, which would you see? Oh my god, that's a good question. Because that's the choice I face. I I think I really want to see Jurassic World. I'd, just, go, and, I'd go and see that then. Just for the for the very reason you said, it was like you know being transported back to be being young and just being bamboozled by fun well, stuff I think it comes down to what do you prefer Jurassic Park or Mad Max 2 <laughs> it's, I think it's basically whichever one you like Dif- better different films for different moods and I think I'm, in a, on, I'm on a Jurassic World yeah, it feels like you are Yeah. I just one thing I kind of wish is that they hadn't made the, the two main characters two kids because mm. I did, it did there were times where I felt like subconsciously maybe but oh this is going through the motions I've actually seen this film yeah. and then and then it'll jolt you again by doing something really cool and really amazing but you know I, that's such a callback that I just didn't really think it was necessary like let's make the protagonists teenagers or yeah, yeah, just yeah. make them adults like mm. to have two kids in danger again I've literally seen that film but they, but they yeah they did that with both two and three though well, why, why does the Jurassic franchise feel the need to have two kids like at the centre like you know, Who knows? yeah. So I did, thoroughly enjoyed it. So did you see it on IMAX? IMAX in three D. In three D. Worth three D or not? Uh, I thought it was. Rich Bear Park thought it was not. Okay, so but I definitely the, uh, want to see it on IMAX. It was incredible. Rich Bear yeah. Park liked Transformers, so. Hmm. But I'm not a fan of 3D films, full stop. But if it's worth seeing in 3D, I I, I thought it. Yeah, I thought it was great. And that screen, it just blew my... It, okay. was, it was mind-blowing. All right, I'm sold. Good Jurassic stuff. World, IMAX, 3D, maybe not. I don't know. We'll Bosh. see. So, me now with my things. 
I don't know if this is a good thing, but I put it here because I think it is. So, obviously, within our industry, I think there's a lot of um, hostility, or certainly within our with our audience, towards free-to-play stuff. Yes. We don't really like it. It's, you know, it's tricksy and it's trying to get money out of us and all of this. Um, so, imagine my consternation when... All this week, I've been getting home, and I've been like, right, what do I want to play tonight? I could play The Witcher, I could play The Elder Scrolls Online, um, I've still got to get through Bloodborne, you know, there's lots of full games, and now I'm spending all my time playing Heroes of the Storm and Hearthstone, which are both free-to-play games by Blizzard, and I'm really enjoying myself, and I, I just I just like them, I don't find it the gating. I actually no, spent I some real-world money on Heroes of the Storm the other day. How much did you spend? Four pounds. Wow. What did you buy? Um, it was a pack. It was a pack that unlocked uh, three heroes for me, a new mount and a new skin. Was it worth it? Yeah, it was on. It was um, discounted like 80% because uh, okay. it was launch week, official launch week. Right. So I was like, hell yeah. So I got it. Four quid, you know. It's yeah. the price of a cup of coffee and a croissant. Exactly. So I, I thought, you know what, let's put it towards some... Um, Non-substantial digital <laughs> things. <laughs> three, three heroes. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, but I'm. Um, I just. This is kind of the first thing in a long while that I've kind of been like, oh, free to play when done right can actually be when done right. When done right, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not particularly good English. <laughs> when done right, though. Free, yeah, it's, uh, free to play, play when when done correctly. When it is done correctly. When it is done correctly was um is good. I, so yeah, I, I just thought that was it was a moment of enlightenment. So Hearthstone obviously has a huge following and it is it wild, uh, wildly, widely, wildly, wildly, wildly and widely. Thirty million players, but people love it. Here's yeah. the storm splits opinion a little more. Well, it's interesting because Mitch gave it uh, on on IGN. Mitch gave it six point five. Yeah. Um, oh man, I feel sorry for him. He got he got torrents of abuse. Having for said that. that, he it is the I mean you know it is the lowest score on. On Metacritic, yep. out of any outlet, um, you know, he did give it, um, you know, Eurogamer gave it an essential, I think its average score on Metacritic is um, 86, 87 or something. Right. Still better than Alien Isolation. Yeah, true, <laughs> true, true, <laughs> let's not open that door. <laughs> but, but um, you know, it's his opinion, obviously, yeah. so that's absolutely that's fine. That's the whole point of reviews. Mm. I, I really, I mean, I really enjoy it at the moment. Having said that, I don't have a, a background of MOBAs, and this mm. is the one that just, for me, is fun. But then I do but like... Not- Calling it a MOBA, aren't no, they? well, it's it a MOBA style, like, but in the same way that you know, Destiny isn't an MMO; it's a shared yeah. world shooter. It's like you're making an MMO; you just don't right. want the negative connotations. Um, it's, but I part of it is because it's an all-star kind of cast of all these Blizzard yeah. characters yeah, yeah, yeah. from all these games that I've played growing up. So a lot of it is is that getting to revisit those characters and play with them. Whether it was in World of Warcraft that I played with them or Lost War Vikings, Three. love the Lost Vikings. Yeah, bit before my time. But, oh, it'd be great to see a proper Lost Vikings game. Well, maybe that should be a prediction. It's not going to happen. No. Um, so yeah, but that so that's kind of been what I've been doing, spending my time with, and I'm enjoying it a lot. And I'm not spending any money except for four pounds. That's not. If you've only spent four pounds this week on entertainment, you've done very well. Thank you. Thank you, kind sir. I spend nothing on words with friends. Ah, <laughs> uh, because I used the free version with adverts. Wow. Um, You're so cheap. Who is the most naturally gifted England footballer of all time, Alex? Gary Lineker. Lineker? <laughs> He's pretty just, good. A bit offended you didn't ask me, but whatever. I was, I was oh, coming to you on. after the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to a screening. David Beckham. <laughs> David I Beckham. I saw Bend It Like Beckham the other day. The musical. It's probably ah, not the How time. was it? Mm. <laughs> mm. Not great. It was all right. There were some really, really good bits. 
Um, like, because as an adaptation of the film, is it better or worse than Heroes of the Storm? Worse, but Heroes of the Storm is amazing. Um, but yeah, as an adaptation of the film, it's not that great because okay. the, the girls' football team don't really know how to play football or or dance that well. They're just not really in time. I've not seen. I saw a preview. Like <laughs> this doesn't mean anything. To Have me. you seen the film? No. Oh really? It's a good film. Yeah, it's all right. It uh, made it to number eleven in my top eleven football films of all time. Oh, no. And then the Americans did the top 50 sports films. Put it in there. I was like, what? It's a really good... Didn't even make my top 10. I think it's a really good film. It's a good film, yeah. Corinda Chada, nice, nice lady who made it. Yes. Um, well, I think she might be the director. She is, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was in it. On, well, in, in, in the theatre. Can we talk anyway, about something Anyway, yeah, let's go back to where we were. It's your fault. Well, I didn't, I didn't know how that happened. <laughs> Beckham. Beckham, England's most gifted footballer. England's most hardworking footballer, Beckham. So I went to a screening of a film called Gascoigne, uh, which was not about Bamba Gascoigne, the university (laughs) challenge. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. Um, It's about Paul Gascoigne, uh, and it was the world premiere. He was there. It was in Brixton, and they then beamed a the Q and A to 120 odd cinemas around the country. Right. Nice. Um, The film was really good. Like Gascoigne is. It, it, there's only three talking heads in it apart from him it's uh, Mourinho Lineker and Wayne Rooney and they're all pretty much in agreement that he's the most talented player England's ever had right. just unfortunately because of his yeah, yeah. problems off the pitch and it was a weird documentary it was not warts and all it was very it was just about what he did on the pitch really right so it's not talking about everything it, that it, has it, happened it talked since. about his alcoholism and his depression and the fact that he was sectioned and things but it's more in his words uh, it was much more a celebration, though, of what right. he's achieved. And you kind of understood how some of these things have happened to him as well. Mm. Like, he's had a few tragedies that I didn't know about off the pitch yeah. uh, when he was a kid that affected him very badly. But, man, it was just brilliant watching the footage. It was a very compassionate film, I thought, about a, a very troubled individual. And it was funny seeing the footage just after that England friendly at the weekend, which is one of the worst football matches I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. And you just think, what you wouldn't give for one of him now. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just the same with Beckham. It's just somebody with Someone a who cares. spark of inspiration. Someone who yeah. cares. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, and then they did a Q&A afterwards. And it was it was funny, but also like a bit sad. He's still on the edge a little bit. You could see like, he, cri- he cried about two or three times during it. And he's just a bit of a mess, really. Yeah. And you just and he's, he's saying himself, he said, I relapsed six months ago. I nearly died. I'm trying not to, but I just I don't know what's going to happen no. to me. Well, it's the same with George Best. It's, yeah. in, it's inevitable. It's just yeah. a question of a... A ticking time bomb. So. But it had uh, Stuart Pearce was on the stage with him, and it was just really nice listening to them reminisce about 1990. Yeah, had some good stories. They were the glory years, though. Yeah, totally. Like they yeah. asked them, would uh, any of the current England team get in that 1990 team? And they spent ages talking about it. And then at the end, they were like, no, <laughs> not, not even Rooney. You know, maybe not. But it's true. Yeah, like, like, would Rooney get in above Lineker? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, definitely not. No, he got the golden mm. boot at uh, World Cup. Uh, 86 he did, 86, yeah, but 90 yeah. he got a few. So anyway, that's out on um, DVD on Monday. So if people want to watch a really great football movie, check it out. Okay. So that's the rum stuff. Now uh, we're the talk fun about, stuff. <laughs> now we're going to talk about the bum stuff, which is not good stuff. Unlike Why is rum bum stuff. bad? I like a bum. Horses for horses. Um, so Homer and Marge splitting up. That is devastating news. Well, I just yeah, thought, I didn't read this. So what's what's going on? Oh, uh, Homer and Marge are going to get legally separated in the next uh, season of The Simpsons, and then he's going to start date, fall in love with his pharmacist, played by Lena Dunham, and they're going to start dating. 
But it just strikes me as Is another... it, have they announced the end of The Simpsons yet? No. It's okay. been, as far as I'm aware, they re- announced it for two more seasons. And I'm not sure if that was 27 and 28 or 26 and 27. I think it was 27 and 28. Too many seasons. Yeah, I wonder if this is them seeing the end of the show and so splitting them up and then at the right at the end they'll get back together and that's a way of kind of closing Have they the got older? No. No, no, no. One's, no one's got an older one now. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It just seems a bit a bit odd, really. It seemed, it seemed to me a bit kind of like, you know, when they killed off Brian in Family Guy and then they brought him back. Right. Just, I've never seen an know, episode of Family Guy. Do you know there's really? a phrase? Do you know there's a phrase for this, Luke? Jumping the shark. Jumping the shark. Yeah, because of Fonzie. Because and... of Fonzie, and this does smack of jumping the shark. Yeah. Or just doing something for attention when you've run out of ideas. Like I've talked about it before, I think. But when um when uh, Joey and Rachel got together in Friends. Yeah. Right? And it's like, well, I start watching. I like those two characters have never had any interest in each other. They've got nothing in common. Yeah. We've run out of ideas. Oh, let's get them together for a few episodes and it'll be funny. And it's like, well, no, hold on. I'm invested in these characters. Yeah. I don't believe that that would happen. And after everything that Marge has put up with, I don't believe she'd, she'd now leave yeah. Homer. Um, well, it depends the, like, who's, who's leading it. Well, the mm. catalyst, I, I believe it. So the catalyst is after all these years, yeah. he's diagnosed with narcolepsy, which is why he keeps falling asleep all the time, Homer. Um, and apparently it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. What? Well, that's lacking in compassion, considering Marge is a nice lady. Yep. And so also, that she is leaves the most... because he's got an yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Just when he needs her the most. Uh, and I, I would say, out of all the things he's done, falling asleep from time to time is probably not the worst. And it's not like it's a new development. He's always had... Uh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But yes, so that just, to me... Well, that's definitely... That's a bum thing. That is a bum thing. It seemed, very, it seemed cheap, and I thought, well, I was going to say you're above this, but maybe not. Me? No, not you. The oh. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I looked at you in a very... But no, not And also, you. you said you're above this. And I'm like, what? Oh, you get Cool. So that's me. Jurassic Park. Yeah, I've had quite, quite the last couple of days on Twitter. This is exciting. So it all started... Shall I take you to the beginning of this? It all started when I was... I, I remembered there was a great magazine cover of Steven Spielberg sitting between the le- two dinosaur legs. I think it was for Premiere magazine yeah. that isn't, yeah, yeah, didn't I exist anymore. That, yeah. And I thought, oh... I'll tweet a picture of that because that's maybe my favourite magazine cover. And I went looking for it. I could not find it. But I found that picture of him crouching next to the dead uh, Triceratops. It's not dead, but yeah. Uh, the, the sick Triceratops. Yes. Well, it's not alive. No. Let's not get into this because I've got, I've got, I've got a bomb <laughs> to this. There is minutia to this. But, um, and then so I thought I'd make a joke, which it seems has been made before on Facebook about pretending it looks like a hunter who's killed an animal has taken a picture. The ones that make Ricky Gervais upset and all of us upset, to be honest. Mm. Disgusting. But, um, you know, pretending that Steven Spielberg has just killed this dinosaur. So I wrote, this guy thinks it's cool to kill defenceless animals then take a selfie. Jerk. First mistake. First mistake. It's not a selfie. It's not a selfie. (laughs) Yeah, but as as I've said to a couple of people, uh, even then cameras had self-timers, which would make it a selfie. He could have taken Mm. that picture himself. No, I know that. But well, just I, saying. I'm not sure Kim Kardashian, with I her genu- book Selfish, approve of that. Probably not. Uh, genuinely, even when I was writing that tweet, I did think, should I use the word selfie or not? Because this, I actually thought that at the okay. time. Right. But I decided to go with it. You made a call. Clearly shouldn't have done. <laughs> um, then Duncan Jones uh, retweeted it. And yeah. he's got lots of followers. So that, I got, got it seen by a lot more people. And then a lady... Film director Duncan Jones. Not Duncan Jones. Not Dinkle Jones. Who's <laughs> <Duncan laughs> <Duncan laughs> <Duncan laughs> the other Duncan Jones? <laughs> Isn't he the guy from The Apprentice? I don't think so. No. So then an author called Joyce... No, the dragons, I mean. Oh, I don't know. 
No, he's Peter Duncan Bannatyne no, and, and Peter Jones. Jones. There you go. Brilliant. Joyce Carol Oates, who's got 122,000 followers. Uh, she's a well-known author who I've never heard of. I've never heard of um, She said, uh, so barbaric that this should still be allowed. No conservation laws in effect wherever this is. She's talking about your tweets, to be honest. She wasn't talking about the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I didn't realise how much that was going to kick off. But everyone uh, had... Everyone kind of went a bit funny about that, yeah. saying she was a stupid woman. Before I even saw that happening, I said, Hi, Joyce. Photo was taken in Jurassic Park, which doesn't actually, actually exist. Sorry for the confusion. <laughs> bit Do sarcastic. You, uh, well, yeah. But helped so. to trigger what was quite a lot of vitriol uh, aimed towards her. And then some of it started coming towards <laughs> oh, me. Oh, yeah. no! <laughs> so the picture now has 2,100 retweets, 2,200 favourites. And it's pretty much non-stop at the moment. People giving me abuse or saying they like it. Right. People claiming I, telling me that it's Steven Spielberg in the picture because yeah. I didn't realise it. People telling me it's a dinosaur. People telling me that it's a, a lot of people starting to message me saying it's a robot. Don't you know it's a robot? I don't even know what they're talking about. Well, but, it's animatronic. Sure, but yes. I'm amazed that people didn't click through, see that you're like, you know, film and TV editor for IGN, and just go, oh, he must know. Yeah, but people don't think before doing stuff. Well. It's It was then picked up by The Guardian, by Entertainment Weekly, by Perez Hilton. Perez <laughs> Hilton, um, the dream. I've been called a Dumasaurus Rex. Um, <laughs> if that's the worst of it, I can't uh, believe that's the worst th- of it. This was probably my favourite one. Uh, this, I won't say who this person is, but this person wrote, uh, hey, feminists, hashtag. Uh, Tilly Tweets thinks it's cool to kill rhinos. Why is he not banned? Hashtag animal cruelty. Hashtag animal rights. So I don't know why that's addressed to feminists in particular. <laughs> rhinos. It's like, good God. <laughs> rhinos Come with on. three horns. A trino. Uh, triceratops. Yeah. People are properly stupid. Yeah. Um, Someone said, really? Really? This is a prop from the movie Jurassic Park. These animals aren't around anymore, LOL. Some people. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I don't know where this, when or when this well, is going to end. This is good though. This oh, it's all, bad. it's all, it's all good fun to be honest. Like because anyone that's attacking me, it's, it's none of it's for the right reasons. Apart <laughs> from the people who are saying selfie, yes. or apart from the people who are saying you've nicked the joke. Those two things, I'm fine with. And I'm not getting upset about it. But everything else, it's just, it's just non-stop idiocy. Yeah. Oh it really God. is. I've, I started to look at some of the responses and it's just like... <laughs> it's the gift that keeps giving. You, can, the, you, can, loo- you can lose an afternoon. It's a rabbit hole. Especially yeah. as I'm getting like 10, 10 or so responses every 10 minutes. Oh but I can just every, every time pick up my phone, I can see something new. Did you expect it to kind of take off like this? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought it was a usual crappy joke that I put on Twitter. <laughs> There you go. Hey ho, so that's What's been... your next one going to be, Chris? Really good. I still think Jar 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 was very good. Jar Jar Jar. Yeah. That was good, wasn't it? That was really good. What was that joke? If Jar Jar Gabor married Jean Michel Jar, it'd be called Jar Jar Jar. It kind of spoils it, though, if you know what the punchline is. Jar 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 Binks. Oh, see? See? Jar 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 Jar. You could do your own. It's the same joke. It'd be like me doing it now, like you did, but ripped off somebody else's gag. It's both their first names, though, so. Wouldn't really work. Work. Should well, we talk about some? Well, not unless Jar Jar Binks married Jean Michel Jarre. Yeah, then it's the same joke. Yeah, <laughs> a different person. Should we talk about something genuinely sad? Yes. Do you want to do this, Alex? Uh, I don't really know, <laughs> apart from the fact that Christopher Lee has died at the age of ninety-three. Uh, yep. But I don't know what he died of. He died. He went into Westminster Hospital um, with respiratory problems and passed away. 
Right. So that that's kind of all we know. But you know, ninety three. So he was doing the Hobbit movies in his nineties. Yeah, yeah he, he's crazy. incredible. Like it's incredible, especially some of them. Yeah, dreams a lot of it, but still, it's like he must have been doing some kind of action. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, what a career! Like I, I was writing his obituary, more than two hundred and eighty appearances. Wow. There aren't many people that will have more than that because he started when he was a boy as well. Yeah. And on stage, on screen, um, he sang, he did opera, he did heavy metal. In the last few years, he released some heavy metal albums. Did he? Yeah. Wow. Quite popular. Um, so yeah, just what a, what a career. Like what made him famous were the Hammer films yep. in the fifties and sixties. Wartime stuff before that, World War Two stuff. As he's. Well. Ne- he, I don't think he's ever though been superseded as Dracula. No one's come no. close to what he. When someone says Dracula, that's the image yeah, you think exactly. of that Hammer yeah. version. Yeah. Because uh, it was kind of charming and frightening and really sexy as well, like, at the time. Those films were, you know, would get adult ratings because of how sexy he was. Um, and then he did my favourite horror film in the 70s, which is The Wicker Man, mm. which is terrifying. And it's it was his favourite film that he did, and I think it's his greatest performance. He plays Lord Summerisle, and he's just terrifying in it. Yeah. Uh, and then on into the 80s and 90s, of course, he was Scaramanga in The Man with the Golden Gun. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Like some of the, you know, you picked like the fifty greatest villains of all time. Iconic he's done about five yeah. of them. Yeah, yes, yeah. And then yeah, he he he. Star Wars. He was Count Dooku in the prequels, which was a. I remember that piece of casting being announced. It was friggin' awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, because they had Peter uh, Peter Cushing in Star Wars, yeah. of course, and then to have him playing a villain. Yeah. That and and he was one of the best things in it. I think Count Dooku is. Yeah. You know the fight with the fight with Yoda. Mm. No matter what you think of the CG, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a pretty cool moment. And then, of course, Lord of the Rings. Yes. Brilliant as Saruman, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just... I don't think he ever delivered a bad performance. He was in some bad films. Hmm. But, yeah, and then there's loads of cool cult films he did, like um, Gremlins 2. Uh, yeah. There's a movie called Deathline that's a really great horror film from the 70s about cannibals on the London Underground. Mm. He's in that. Um, that's well worth a watch. Recently, he was Hugo. He did Sleepy Hollow, Charlie the Chocolate Factory. Him and Tim Burton got along really well. Yeah. Yeah, so just an amazing career. Sad. But a life a life well lived. Like I don't think yeah. there's any need to mourn, it's just kind of celebrate what yeah. a long and amazing life. Yeah. I think there you so. Go. Sad times. Last piece of bum, bum stuff. Um is yeah, so Game of Thrones. We've talked about it this week and we've got a lot of stuff on the site. So I won't specifically go into um the ep- the events of this episode that happened on last Monday, which was episode nine and was quite uh, depressing. Um, with a twist that upset a lot of people. But basically, something that I was just thinking about today, I think I'm going off Game of Thrones, and I think the reason is because it's just it's just shock and misery. They go for the mm. shock, they go for the misery. There is no emotional scale there. I don't get any moments to alleviate it. I don't get anything else. It's not cathartic in any way. You know, there's nothing to celebrate. I'm just sitting down for an hour of misery. You know, and it's and it's the thing is you need the highs to feel, well, you need to make the lows. It hit yeah, you. but like so, so I agree with you. Like the last episode, I was at the point where I'm like, you know what, I might stop watching this now. Really, yeah. both of you. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, I've been, I've been right all along. Yeah, but, yeah. but the, the the episode before where um, they take on the um, the Knights King, is it? Yeah, yeah, and. So you don't watch it for the highs, but you watch it for the spectacle. Yes. And you watch it for the drama. Because I w- I in, mean, in that respect, it's a, an amazing show. But it feels like they're just, just trying to push it and push it. I mean, and it's a bit unnecessary. If I'm right, 
because there, basically there's lots of people guessing about what's coming in this in this mm. finale mm. and if I'm right it's going to be more crap and it's basically just a th- it's just a thing of you know at some stage if they're taking all these liberties uh, the difference being in the books you know yeah. they're small victories yeah, yeah. which they understandably for cut or for length or whatever they cut from the show yeah. um you just think though that they could insert some form of little victories mm. to give you something to go with you know all the stuff this season from where we left Sansa at the end of last season, where it was a real high, and we were yeah. like, yeah, Sansa's got a groove back, she's going to nail this now. And then they've just completely kind of gone the other way with her this season. I just think it would be nice if at some stage, with what some character, we just had something where we could kind of cheer and be like, Well, you've done Sky well. are teasing it, and I can't remember the exact wording, but it was something like, you know, if you were shocked by last week's episode or this week's episode... You get yourself ready for next week's episode. It's like, I mean, yeah, the, the, it's basically you'll all tune in though. Oh yeah, well, completely. But yeah. this I've, is the I've last episode. I've done nine out of ten, but yeah. depending on what happens in this next one, I'm not sure. They've also got so many storylines going mm. on. Well, this I'm is like, what. I, how on earth are you going to tie that up to a natural conclusion? Well, that's for what, another year. That's what mm. Watts his chops and George R. R. Martin writes the books. That's why he hasn't gotten the sixth one out. He refers to it as um, the Miranese knots because he's, all these characters are in marine, yeah. and he's like. They don't need to be a marine. They need to be in Westeros. But how do I actually, in a believable way, mm. untangle all of that and get them back over here? Yeah, it, it does um, feel. Well, and I think going back to the point you you mentioned then, like so much of this stuff is not in the books. Yeah, and so it just feels like the showrunners are kind of Making, just pushing it yeah. and pushing it because yeah. it's got that reputation. So yeah, yeah I mean it, it's it's yeah a, a little bit of a, a light entertainment alleviation would be mm. nice. Right, well then, that was the fun stuff and the bum stuff, and I'm hoping we're going to have some more fun stuff, because I, after recording this, am off to see Secret Cinema Empire Strikes Back with uh, Gav and Rory, so um, we're going to record a little cut-in afterwards. So last night we went along to Secret Cinema Presents The Empire Strikes Back. First impression, what did you think? I absolutely loved it. It's actually been a while since I'd seen the film. Yeah. So that was one really cool thing, was actually just getting to watch the film again. Yeah. But also, as someone who's kind of been around with the Star Wars franchise for a long time you, mm. I know a lot about the characters a lot about the worlds it's really interesting to be put in a situation where you can kind of yeah. explore these these territories and these characters definitely on, yeah. your, on your own uh, decisions and yeah like so we, we can't actually talk that much about it because like it's meant to be a secret because it's secret cinema exactly. um, so you're not meant to spoil anything but so we can't really talk about like locations or what really <laughs> happened but I mean I thought it was absolutely brilliant and they, they give you like these little quests to do throughout yeah um, I think I managed to. I think we managed to do like the quest properly. I think. Like, but I think the highlight for me was um, we were sent to sort of trade with the Jawas. Yeah. And like, I was giving the Jawas some shit. Definitely. You were absolutely. Yeah. And then <laughs> too much to be fair. Well, no, because I thought you were meant to like barter with them and stuff like that. So you I was a, like you had a blueprint of a do- like a blueprint of a Labrador. Of a, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. That was a bit um, weird. But yeah, I thought you were meant to like barter with them because he just wanted to swap straight away. And I was like, well, no, no, no. What else have you got? Give me some better stuff. Well, this is it. It was kind of a nice balance because at the start we were trying to you know barter with. Them, yeah. and it, it was almost I was like okay we should probably tone it down a bit because these are actors yeah. but then when we were walking away after we'd done it he tried to steal Chris's umbrella from his <laughs> yeah, bag and, I, and then bad. you just reeled right back in again and you're like yeah. you totally forgot this, I, ca- this I caught him situation. doing it I was just like stop it yeah. that's enough um, <laughs> it was it's, amazing yeah it's really good so like we can't we can't, can't tell you exactly where it's set but the way where it's set like they set up like, sort of like um, market stores for food and stuff yeah, yeah. and it seems exactly like the place that it's it meant to really be cool. it was really cool they do a, a good job of replicating this kind of yeah. like bustling marketplace and they have a lot of characters from the films yeah. a lot of you know colourful 
colorful people, a lot of great acting as well. I found yeah, like the yeah. accents and the characters are all absolutely on par. It's yeah. very easy to get caught up in the in the whole thing. I was super caught up in it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Some of the missions we were, you know, talking to people, doing yeah. Jedi mind tricks, and trying to figure out, you know, what's going on here yeah, and there. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. No, it was really good, and I think like the way they've set it up, like I mean, obviously you can't spoil anything, but obviously there's a cantina there, and the way that that was set up was really really yeah. good. Yeah, and you're really rewarded for getting involved as well. Because, oh, absolutely. Like, the, the girl who we talked to, we were just buying drinks mm-hmm. from someone behind the bar. And then, because we were sort of, like, playing around and, like, sort of, like, messing around and asking her, like, silly questions and yeah. things, that's when she gave us the thing that we could trade. Yeah, and I yeah. think if we hadn't spoke to her for the amount of time that we did, then we wouldn't have got that. And absolutely. I had a I thing later on when I was talking to Boba Fett, because I run into him and I was just like, oh, hey, man, like, just sort of chatting to him, going, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen this? And, you know, just sort He was of, great. Yeah, he voice was, really was amazing. Yeah. So, I was, so talk, cool. I, was talk, I was talking to him and then... Earlier, I'd spoken to him for like very, very briefly and asked yeah. him like where his location was. And then when I spoke to him for a bit longer, he, I guess, he must have taken a shine to me or something because then he gave me something else to trade as well. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So you're really rewarded for properly getting involved. Like, don't go there thinking because there was a lot of people. There's bar areas and stuff like that, and it was really sunny. And there's a lot of people I saw just like hanging out outside on like a bench. Yeah, and just the, like, this, why have you paid seventy-five pounds to just get to a come beer and, and hang out with your mates? Like, go yeah. to the pub if you're gonna do that. Exactly. Like, if you're gonna go, just you have to properly get involved. And like, I think like Tilly was getting involved to some extent, but then I think he, like because I was like not in character, but like Tilly oh, I was, was like, I yeah, it was. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, t- I told. Uh, the 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 woman at the desk that my name was Matt Bees. Oh yeah, that was my impromptu name, Matt Bees. <laughs> I, 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 I like I got really stumped, so I just got, did some like really weird like Welsh words, yeah. and she was like, "Yeah, all right." It's alien. Yeah, Until he was just like language. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, one of the cool things that I found was that the actors during the event, it yeah. seems like there's things going on that you can just kind of stumble across. Definitely, so yeah. There's, there's scenes from the films that you'll see happening in various places, yeah. but you can easily miss them and you can easily just... Definitely, So we would yeah. go to the cantina and we'd stumble in like halfway through, you know, uh, a band playing or yeah. um, stormtroopers raiding the place. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's really, really cool to have that where... <laughs> It's absolutely, as you said, the more you put in, the more you get out. Yeah. The more you hunt for these things, the more you're going to discover. Yeah. And it's a very rewarding uh, kind of experience because of that, I think. Massively, yeah. I think, I, I mean, for me, I think the Back to the Future one, which I saw, I, like, yeah. I absolutely loved that. But because they like completely recreated like Hill Valley, it seemed like it was easier for them to act out bits from the film because so much of it takes place in that location. Absolutely. And Whereas, there's a lot of kind yeah. of niche ideas from that film so it's yeah. like the DeLorean it's very easy to have that exactly yeah, exist, yeah, yeah. you know in front of you but I think it's but I think with this like the actual presentation of the film was really really good and I like the fact for once in a secret cinema you actually get to sit on chairs yeah usually you sit on the floor yeah 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 um, so be. that was really good and I, I did enjoy that but then I did think the bits that are acted out obviously we can't talk about them they were really really good I did feel there could be a couple of more maybe yeah I mean it's it's kind of hard you have to kind of tailor your expectations yeah. so go, going into the film uh, obviously knowing the film itself you yeah. know what scenes are going to happen what battles are going to happen and I kind of found myself uh, knowing that a scene was coming up and thinking yeah. like oh I wonder if they're going to do something <clears throat> live I wonder how they're going to do this live yeah. and then being maybe a little disappointed when there wasn't actually live so you kind of do have to tailor yeah. your expectations a little bit if you go in expecting it to be just like you're viewing the film I think yeah. that's the safest way to do it yeah and there's a couple any... of extra bits but like that's the thing even though we talked about we like oh maybe there could have been a couple of extra things like Boils down to it, it's a hundred percent worth the money. And oh like, yeah, I mean, totally, so totally. It, I mean, if you like Star Wars, absolutely. Yeah. To be put in this, you're, you're put in the universe essentially, yeah. and just being being able to play it out along with these characters, have yeah. great drink, great food. It just, yeah. I it was an amazing experience. I think it was definitely worth it. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 
So that's what Chris Gavin Rory thought of um, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back Secret Cinema, which is going on for the rest of the month. The summer. Oh, the oh, rest wow. of the summer. So uh, I think you can the, still get tickets. Yeah, people will have probably just been told in the segment they just listened to uh, <laughs> how long it's going on for. There you go. <laughs> uh, so without further ado, let's head on over to think, feedback. Yeah, Tilly has the first one. I have the first one, and it's called Rum and Bum. Uh, which, Alex, you obviously seem to be having a problem with here. So we've been- Oh, it's gone. I looked it up a little bit earlier. And rum in... You're looking up bum stuff um, at work. That's not good. Kind of. Uh, one of the meanings of rum in British slang is strange, peculiar, or odd, which is not necessarily good. I think that's kind of Yorkshire type thing. Like, oh, I buy gums. Well, would you like to hear from Ben from Scarborough? He says on I your last... I would like to, but I'm going to, I about You're about to. I'm sorry, Ben. I, everyone else wants to hear from you. It's just <laughs> Alex being rude. Um, on your last two podcasts, the feature of rum and bum has left me a little stumped. As a gruff Yorkshireman... Oh, I, I'd do an accent if I could. Um, the word rum <laughs> is used to describe something as a little strange. So, for instance, a sentence that I would use would be that Rory seems a bit rum. <laughs> It can be Poor used to describe. Well, no, in fair, fair dues, <laughs> but in a good way. Uh, it can be used to describe anything that's slightly strange. Anyway, just thought I'd let you know. Thank you, Ben. I've been trying to tell Alex this for the last week. He Alex. won't listen. Uh, Dylan, it's funny. His email address makes it sound like he's got anus in the middle, which is a little bit weird. <laughs> uh, again, uh, apologies, uh, listeners. Just, for that's the first thing that Alex's jumped abuse. out. Like on the subject of bums, he's... Dylan's anus jumped out at you. <laughs> yes. Uh, he says, where oh, I'm from, rum equals bad. For example, you're out and about getting drunk, trying to chat up a lady, then you fall over and throw up over her new shoes b- before hitting the deck. That's rum as. So, well, there you okay. go. That's rum. However, all is not lost yep. thanks to the Hot Coffee podcast, because they haven't given a name, but other than Hot Coffee podcast. So, they're from America, and they said, I'm not really sure about your new segment being called Rum Stuff slash bum stuff. We do a very similar thing on our podcast, the Hot Coffee podcast, that we call hot shit or not shit. Is the term rum stuff regional for you guys? I think I can understand the bum part just fine. I think it's a Hertfordshire thing, I think. Well, I say keep the segment, but pick another name. How about one of these? So we have some suggestions for us to mull over. Okay. Winner, sinner. No. Happy, crappy. No. Alex is going to say no to all these because he didn't come up with them. Just, I've worked like, with him long enough. Love it, shove it. I don't mind that one. That's quite good. Wonder, blunder. No. Keeper, weeper. Mm. Alex was taking a drink there. That wasn't you, him thinking about it. Tip top, big flop. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> yeah, I quite like that. Is that tip top or is that big flop? <laughs> and then there's hail or stale. What's that oh. awful catchphrase that Paddy McGuinness does on that awful Take Me Out program? Let, Let the, the no, jammy like, see the dodger. No, <laughs> <laughs> the ca- no likey, no, like, no lighty. Yeah, oh, no likey, God. no lighty. That's the problem we've got here. Um, love it, shove it. I think we like love it, shove it for now. Should we try love it, shove it next week? And then if, <laughs> if we don't have any... Let's just keep changing well, it. Well, I'm going to be... I'm determined to have tip-top, big flop. <laughs> but that's just me. Well, we can do that the week after, baby. Yeah. It's going to be your intro to people. Thank you, hot <laughs> coffee. Tip-top, big flop. <laughs> Uh, thank you, uh, Luke, for giving me the really technical uh, game at one. That oh, I'm sorry, to we read can swap out. if you want. No. It's from James West. <laughs> and he says, uh, Something struck me the other day which has driven me to write in. When my Xbox One, uh, the other day attempting to play ESO online for the Double first time. Online. Yep. 
I was constantly given an error message, which was due to the servers breaking almost minutes into its official launch on consoles. How is it that still, two years into this generation, games are over and over again launching either broken or instantly breaking due to server overloads? Elder Scrolls specifically has been out for over a year on PC, yet still, even when expecting high login numbers, uh, ZeniMax, Bethesda were unable to launch without server issues. Why? GTA specifically has been quite bad for this. When the first game launched online on 360 and PS3, uh, it was essentially unplayable for multiple days. Then, almost as if it hadn't occurred as previous year, the same issue occurred when GTA released on Xbox One and PS4. It happens on pretty much every single online game. Destiny it happened. It always, no, well, Destiny had quite a smooth one. And but it's still broken. Yeah. People found it impossible to log in. You, the problem is, um, and I, like, by all means add to this, mm. is that it's very, very hard, almost impossible to predict what's going to happen when a game shifts from being in beta open to, let's say, thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of people to millions of people. Mm. Like the stress test that that puts on the servers is very hard to predict. I mean, the, the big issue that um, Elder Scrolls Online had, especially on console, is they didn't do an open beta rookie mistake and they also and also GTA Online yeah. decided yeah, 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 not yeah. to do an open beta understandable but you in this day and age with the amount of players you're going to have you need to do an open beta and to get people into it like what Destiny did they were like if you participate you in the beta the and help be. us and they were like if you help us out we'll give you a unique skin or something for your weapon to show you to show gamers when it launches that you participated and that incentivizes it for people and it gets people involved so you get a more accurate representation because people just aren't trying otherwise yeah, and um, that's the problem, really. They didn't do a beta, and so it's their own fault. Like silly boys. Yeah, there you go. Hey, ha. Uh, Levon Young writes in saying, "I really want to get a Wii U and Splatoon, but I already know I won't see the next iteration for at least three to four years minimum. If Call of Duty Modern Warfare was done by Nintendo, we'd probably only be up to a World at War at this point. There are so many titles like Advance Wars <laughs> that I would love uh, that I would have loved if they had have annualized." No, it wouldn't be the same if it was annualised. Anyway, any franchise you would like to see annualised from Nintendo... Not annualised, no. This, this is what I... I thought this was interesting. I think it's the first bit of feedback I've ever read in which we've had someone calling for annualisation. But that's, I think, the reason why <laughs> Nintendo... rude. Calling for annualisation. The reason why <laughs> Nintendo is so good at releasing interesting games that are a little bit different is because they're not annualised. Mm. So I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't None think... None of them. Not one. I don't think any, like... Each Zelda game is each world is so distinct and mm. different, and the stories are so kind of unique. Well, unique in the sense that it's always you're rescuing Zelda from Ganon, but like you know, they they really do feel like different worlds. And I think a large portion portion of that is because they don't, you know. I just want you guys. Oh, sorry, I've got to move that. I just want you guys to stop saying the word annualized. Okay. Well, yeah, we shall move swiftly on to Templars. Are there any games that you'd like to see analysed? <laughs> So you've said a rude word there. <laughs> you cheeky, isn't you? Um, so Zach Mull sends an email in from Stateside saying, um, we're one of his favourite podcasts other than Game Scoop. Um, uh, didn't, probably didn't need to add that. Just say, one of your favourite podcasts. Yeah. Done. Hey, there we go. That's what we like. I was wondering on your opinions. Do we think Assassin's Creed should go back to the beginning and we tell the story from a Templar's perspective, making the Assassins look like those out to rule the world? I think it would create a Horde versus Alliance mentality and give new life to a wonderful but dragging franchise. So the Horde versus Alliance reference is a mm. uh, World of Warcraft mm. thing. Um, I don't know, really, because didn't they try that with Rogue? Rogue was one who was, I think, was either an assassin well, he, who became a Templar or a Templar who became an assassin. Yeah. I don't one know. of them. I don't know. Um, I would rather just see some innovation in that franchise. I'd rather have a year off from that franchise. Because I think 
the problem you've got with that, like even if they did do something from a completely different take, I'm pretty sure it would feel like the same game but reskinned. Yeah. And that's a game that's been analysed to within an inch of its life. And I also think... Nobody w- wants that. And I also think they would... Um, can you imagine, you know, they'd have to reuse assets and things. Imagine if they're doing the same settings. And I think that would just have accusations of laziness. So, no, I think change. But um, a new game, from a Templar's perspective, maybe. I'd be up for that. Not, Spe- not called Templar's Creed, though. No. Speaking of which, did you guys see the trailer for Macbeth this week, the movie? No. So not only is it directed by the guy that's directing Assassin's Creed, it also stars the two lead actors of the Assassin's Creed movie. So if you want to get a flavour of what it might look like, because it's a period war movie as well, Macbeth is, it's, it's tonally and visually, it looks amazing. Fassbender, and it's, it's Fassbender it? and Marion Cotillard. I'm still so. not sure that Assassin's Creed is ever going to get made. The movie, yeah. no, it's it's this really pushing ahead. Like, oh, is it now? yeah, yeah, it's, it's last, about to start right. shooting, okay. and right. the the team's in place, and that's kind of how the 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 um, trade is being pitched in some places. Is this is the Assassin's Creed movie will have the Spencer movie still going ahead? Yeah, but that that one's gone quiet. That's mm. still, um, still Doug Liman and Tom Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. but it's all gone a bit it's quiet. The on Warcraft that movie, that's the next one for me. Yeah, bring it on. Uh, Comic Con, there's going it's going to be at Comic Con. Really, is it uh, going to be a trailer? There'll be something there. <laughs> And hopefully, interview with Duncan. Do Good it. stuff. Um, so, uh, email from Ross, not premature, Sedman Miller. What, anyone know what that means? Uh, it's part of the face, uh, the Duck Hunt group. Excellent stuff. It says, hi guys and Duck Hunt. If you're a developer with an unlimited budget and the only brief you had was the title The Last Guardian, what would you develop? I personally would have a first-person resource management game where you were guarding the last packet of fishy knickknacks in the holy petrol station of Hull. I thought that was funny. (laughs) Is this a joke question or a serious question? I think you can take it how you want to. Okay. If it was me, I would... I'd do a sequel to Shadow of the Colossus. That's what I would do. I wouldn't do Last Guardian. But it would be The Last Guardian because Shadow Colossus is all boss battles, you see. And it's all about reaching the last guardian. And at the end of it, there's a special prize. Peter Molyneux in a little cube. <laughs> <laughs> and you win him. You win him to keep the pet. He'd be a nice pet. Well, <laughs> keep promising you things to get out of his cage. <laughs> yeah. Luke, what would, what would yours be? Um, uh, I don't know. I, at this stage, I'd probably just bury it and salt the earth I think it's, it's, it's had it's, its moment not really playing the game is it though the question <laughs> what, what, that's been asked what, what would can't you think mean? on his feet you've had well the thing is he picked this email and highlighted it <laughs> so he's true. had a lot of I time did forget, I did forget that I'd picked it actually I would maybe kick the game off with a cutscene that features Star-Lord, Gamora, Drax and Groot all being killed and then Rocket <sighs> Raccoon has to avenge them so it's just a game in which he just kills mm. everyone and everything what's that one about the owls that was called Guardians of the something or something to do with that I'd <laughs> <laughs> do something involving owls. Okay, I would do you something. Do an owl. <laughs> do an owl. The price is right. Maybe like a battle. Look at you. I'm not going to say. Because they've got one. Eight, they can turn their heads around. They can see everything. They can see. Them. They can look yeah. at you during. Hmm. You ever been on a date to an owl sanctuary? No, have you? No. <laughs> it's a hoot. Yes. I won't do my last one. Uh, <laughs> That's, that's feedback done, I think. Oh, no, oh, no, I've got one, got more, one, more. one more saying uh, from Carl Chester Marsden. Why don't we have Blu-ray special editions? Or are there some out there? And if so, why not more? Well, Google it. <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> uh, obviously, there are lots of special editions from games. Um, 
but we don't never seem to get much more on the still case. Wouldn't it be amazing to see Jurassic World uh, and you get the kind of Jurassic gates? Well, they do do some. Yeah, but they, he means like with like he says like with a replica map, tickets to the park, gates. Yeah, you get stuff like that sometimes. It just seems more common in games, doesn't it? Well, there was the uh, Walking Dead one that we saw. Yeah, the little we had of, it in the office, didn't yeah. we? Oh yes, I think Krupper might have even done the really box. Yeah, I've got, I've got the zombie that does that when you take. The, the, I've got a phantasm one where they're all encased in a in a spherical um, weapon that's used in the film. They did oh. Blade Runner as a little kind of attaché case, didn't they? Yep, Alien uh, Bond was an attaché case. Oh, okay, Alien. I've got the egg, and you pull out the little drawer underneath the egg, and that's the the, the Blu-ray. Yep. So I think the answer is yes. They do do them. Yeah. Why don't but they do more? Rare. I don't. I think I. I just don't get the whole. Why would you spend 130 quid no. on stuff? So maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe it's a games thing. Yep. Great. Uh, that's it. Feedback. Uh, stuff out this week. Elder Scrolls Online. Yes. You excited? You've been playing it. Um. Uh, well, I've been trying to download You've it, been for, downloading it for about four days. Um, yeah, no, it, they've made loads of improvements since launch. Um, I think, as we said earlier, there probably won't be another Elder Scrolls game out on consoles. easy con- for you to say. <laughs> there won't be another Elder Scrolls game out on consoles for a while. Mm. Um, if you don't like... if you The thing is, if you like MMOs, I think there are better MMOs out there. Um, so it's Very really... Very few on, on console, there. Well, I think Final Fantasy fourteen. You love Final well, Fantasy. Well, Final Fantasy fourteen on PlayStation and or DC Universe Online and on Xbox you have Neverwinter, which is free to play. So I would say it's free to play. Well, I love my free to play now. So um, I don't know. I think the Elder Scrolls Online. Um, do some research about. Wait for our review because that's not live yet. Um, I'd be interested to see what Leaf thinks of it because we tend to agree on most things in terms of our reviews. There you go. Also out this week, Lego Jurassic World. That is also out, what will be out by the time you listen to this podcast. But we haven't had code. So, yeah. Hmm. I think it will be exactly as you imagine a Lego game to be. So it'll be kind of funny, uh, not rewriting the rule book, not doing anything amazing. But, you know, first three films, first bit will be good. Right. Second two bits, maybe not. But you, you'll probably get to drive. Do you drive a Tyrannosaurus Rex? I don't know. Pilot? Ride. Ride. You wouldn't ride it though, you're controlling it. Oh. oh. Probably. B. But in New York. It was New York it was in, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Don't think anyone was controlling the T Rex though, were they? No, but you would no, but as the player in the game you would be, is my point. <laughs> Good. I'm gonna pilot my T Rex, that's what you I ri- you ride a horse and you're No, but that's when you're it. actually riding it. I'm not talking I'm talking about controlling it. You play a horse, you play a Jurassic Rex. Oh, I'm gonna break Jurassic. I'm gonna frickin' play Jurassic you in a second. Rat. <laughs> no, it's a Jurassic <laughs> Rex. I'm, it's been a really long week. Okay. Right, come on then, you old rodent. Uh, what what uh, movies Jurassic World is out this week we've spoken quite a lot yeah I'll refer you to my previous answer but uh, you have a blast with it I think it's a really fun movie so go see it and let us know what you think what is the email address Luke Uh, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com and that's it for this week's podcast Uh, well I think you and I will be on next week's because we're not going to E3 have a fun time in LA and we'll do uh, my best everyone listening we will see you same time next week so until then bye bye cheerio bye
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.